the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, and it's meeting time. And if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. Welcome to a ministry that takes us on a spiritual journey of salvation, restoration, and healing from all types of addictive or fractured lifestyle. And for your knowledge, I've been traveling on this journey of healing for over 29 years. Amen? Yours truly and special guests meet here every Sunday to share our experience, strength, hope, and healing to those whose lives have been ensnared and disabled by an insidious disease called addiction. And this radio ministry is to carry the message of the saving grace of Jesus Christ and his healing power through his written word, the Bible. And all throughout Scripture are spiritual principles that, when applied to our lives, transport us from the living hell we may be existing in under Satan's temptations, lies, and control onto a pathway of salvation, freedom, and a life-changing born-again experience. Intertwined in God's biblical wisdom are 12 golden nuggets. They're known as the 12 steps of recovery, and millions of us have recovered from this enslavement of addiction by infusing these teachings into our spiritual being. So, if you're caught up in the grips of addiction, if you're feeling helpless and hopeless, you're in the right place. We're here for you. Listen. Our meetings, they're not meant to be an exhaustive study of these steps, but an introduction to God's wisdom that should inspire you to apply these principles into your life. I guarantee you, they'll draw you closer to our Savior. You'll find personal growth and a promise of a new way of life. We review these steps over and over again, and each time we do, we learn something new. Now, as I mentioned last week, I'm not here offering my opinions. You need to hear me loud and clear. I am not a recovery guru. Anything that you hear coming from my mouth is coming from the Bible and recovery literature. I couldn't do this without these resources. I'm sharing with you what I've read, learned, applied, and experienced. Today, we're going to continue introducing the seventh step of recovery, that we humbly ask God to remove our shortcomings, our sins, our defects. Recovery literature reminds us, anyone who's been seriously ill or injured lying in a sickbed knows what it's like to need help. And it's a humbling experience when we're unable to care for ourselves. Well, steps one through six has reinforced the same thing. I can't fix myself. I need help. Think about this. Our shortcomings are those things that have caused pain and misery in our lives. I mean, if they are for joy, peace, serenity, and happiness, we wouldn't be in this state of desperation. And before we began this journey... We would avoid and escape reality. We would self-medicate with food, alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography, work, money, and so on and so on. 
we would cling on to the lies that we tell ourselves or Satan's false promises. And then we end up physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually crippled and bankrupt. And then, in some miraculous way, we find each other. Amen? We find these 12 golden nuggets. And when we apply the first six steps to our lives, we confess. We realize, I can't do this. God can. And I'm going to let him. And having decided that we need God to relieve us of the useless, destructive aspects of our personalities, we've arrived at step seven. And this is when we get out of our own way. This is when we accept that our way of dealing with life has caused nothing but problems. We're well aware. We're a sick puppy in a sick bed, if you will. And we need a doctor. We need the great physician, Jesus Christ, and his prescription for healing and forgiveness. And I found the prescription for recovery in Acts 3.19 and the footnotes of a study Bible. Repent. Turn back to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come to you. So here's what I've learned. Repent signifies in literal meaning to change one's mind, to turn away from our sinful lifestyle. However, in scriptural use, repent means a great deal more. Repentance is discovering the evil in our lives. Repentance is to reflect, mourn with sorrow of what we've become. Repentance is a resolve to change. It is, in fact, a change of mind. And humbly, we learn to hate what we once loved. That's our addictive lifestyle. And to love what we once hated. That's God's intervention. And that's a big change. Turn back to God. That refers to conversion, a turning from sin and turning to recovery and healing, a turning from self-sufficiency to turning to Jesus. And the results, your sins will be wiped out. Folks, Acts 3.19 describes the inner workings of step seven. We bury the old self and we become a new person in Christ. Amen? So where do we discover the shortcomings, the sins that we're asking God to remove? We revisit the fourth step where we penned a searching and fearless moral inventory, a list of the spiritual malignant tumors that keep us in a sickbed. Obsession, compulsion, denial, lying, stealing, isolation, resentments, fears, pride, self-pity, sexual issues, anger, pride, and so on and so on and so on. And with our inventory in hand, we need to pray as David did. Search me, O God, and point out anything in me that offends you. Now, having said that, we may be tempted to ask God to remove everything as a package deal. No, 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 no. We don't gloss over our sins. That's what we've done in our active lifestyle. That's not how this principle works. We must dissect each shortcoming that's been holding us back from being a channel for the Holy Spirit. We must rid ourselves of the spiritually dead traits. We must allow room for the Holy Spirit to flow into our lives 
and replace these old character defects with character strengths. And how's that accomplished? Well, we must continue praying as David did. I confess all my sins to you and stop trying to hide my guilt. You see, to make room for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit to go to work in our lives, our mess must be confessed. One defect, one shortcoming, one sin at a time. In other words, we become real with ourselves and with God as we spew out the good, the bad, and the ugly. And while we're doing that, God has a great desire and a plan to free you and me from these shortcomings and create in us this new person. Amen? Now, let me forewarn you that Satan is always setting up detours to steer us away from completing this seventh principle. He sets up mental traps to steer us away from our journey of recovery. And one of his mental minefields is for us to expect God to fix us instantly and take away all our problems. Well, we have to realize that our hidden secrets, our shortcomings, they've been inbred in us for quite some time. They've been our survival skills, our old friends. And letting go of some of these old friends, these old behaviors, create a sense of loss, create pain. And this principle, this isn't a quick fix. You see, we have to be willing to endure the growth pains of severing our ties with our hypocritical lifestyle. And the truth is, God's plan, it might include time, other people, tough experiences, and hard decisions before we achieve this metamorphosis. And like the old saying goes, no pain, no gain. In Matthew 5, 4, Jesus teaches, God bless those who mourn, for they will be comforted. When we mourn over our sins, when we admit our brokenness, when we ask for help in his perfect timing, he'll forgive us, comfort us, cleanse us, and change us. Another trap, another lie that Satan uses is having us believe We're a bad person. We're too far gone for God's love, grace, mercy, and healing. He tries to convince us that God has abandoned us. Again, not true. God hates sin, but he loves the sinner. He loves you, and he loves me. And we learn this in the scripture I ask you to reference, Isaiah 53, verses 3 through 6. And let's take a moment to consider what Jesus went through to remove your shortcomings, my shortcomings, our sins. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrow and deepest grief. We turned our back on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we didn't care. It was our weakness, our sins he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. We thought he was punished for his own sins, but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. And all of us, like sheep, have gone astray. 
we've left God to follow our own path. Yet, the Lord laid on him the sins of all. Oh, my. That's bringing tears to my eyes. My friends, God treats sin as a disease, an illness of the soul that needs to be extracted from our inner being. And our sins, they were laid on Jesus. Satan's a liar. God never abandoned you. He was called to bear the blows of punishment for our illness of the soul. He suffered immeasurable agony on the cross for you and me. He was brutalized. He died for you. How can we resist such irresistible love? You want your shortcomings to be removed? You need to repent. You need to get on your knees and ask Jesus to forgive you for your sins. Thank him for nailing your sins on the cross and ask him to come into your life and walk this journey of recovery and healing with him. Amen. Powerful message. Thank you, Father. Amen. I mentioned a few weeks ago that I signed a contract to extend these meetings for one more year, and there's cost involved to meet with you each week, and I fund this obligation myself along with a few monthly contributions, and I thank you for that, but I really need your financial support. Look, there are many wonderful ministries that need the support, but I believe this ministry is unique. It's one of a kind. We're on the front lines of a spiritual warfare battling a plague called addiction. And it causes loss, death, tears, and grieving. And every Sunday, we carry this message of help, hope, healing, and recovery by walking with Jesus, following his teaching, and assembling together to be each other's eyes and ears. Our post office box is P.O., Box 25321, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. I'm stepping out in faith for your help so that we can help each other. That's P.O. Box 25321, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.